Hi, what's up, Chalkers? Welcome to the Let's Chalk About It podcast. If you're new to fitness or just want to hang with some like-minded fitness folk, then this is the place for you. Remember, it's always good to chalk about it. And we are back. Yes. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, Pleasure. welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello again. How are we all doing? Really good. I yeah. did just start that podcast and didn't press record, so we started again. Yeah. Happy days. We call do, that do a mark. Your, do your precious <laughs> intro. Get your precious intro out the way. Okie dokie. Hello and welcome to another podcast. and Welcome to Let's Talk About It. I am joined by the ever-knowledgeable Christopher McKenzie. Just in case he decides he wants to jump in when Scott... I'm introducing Scott. And Captain Jack slash the tank slash need to come up with a new name for him because I can't think of anything. Scott Carson... What? He's still interrupting. <laughs> he's got no microphone and he's still talking. <laughs> and I am Kieran Innocent. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, how has everyone been? Yeah. Really good. 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 Not seen you yeah. for a little while. No, no. I've no. seen you recently, but... Monday, Tuesday, I trained. Mm-hmm. Yep. You did indeed. Scott was here Monday, benching the hell out of stuff. Oh, I told you. you. He was arm squatting. Oh. You come up with that one. Come on now. Mm. Arms <laughs> Deja vu. Yeah. So you've got an elbow sleeves. That's it. Yeah, just squatting. to give you a little bit of background, the reason we say he's arm squatting is because he uses um, leg, knee sleeves even, right? Knee yeah, sleeves around his arms. So that's the reason we say he's it's arm only squatting. Can't the leg sleeves are just trousers. The knee sleeves. Knee sleeves. He's wearing knees. Oh, yeah, it'd be like a wetsuit if it was. Uh... My bench shirt's just a pair of Levi's. <laughs> that's what they are anyway. That's <laughs> yeah, true. They're not even skinny fit, are they? They just look like they're skinny no, fit. No, no, no. Skinny's skinny a stretch. You can't have that. You <laughs> just denim. All jeans to me are skinny fit. Yeah, that is very true. Very true indeed. I need to get that volume back up just in case we have to come up with a, you know. Oh, yeah. One that actually is yeah. what it's meant to be. Yeah. So we're going to carry on with our little taster thing. Um, mm. So we've got this one, which I think is just called, is it called Black? Black Energy. Black Energy. There you go, Christopher. Thank you. So again, this is... Uh, you didn't tell me about this. No, no, this n- is... I mean, to be fair, i just seen these and I, I bought them. It wasn't anything we'd been sent. It was just something I seen and I thought, oh, we'll give it a try. Um, so Excellent. it's... Uh, yeah. So no shout out to Black Energy, because where, no. where, where you been? Where you at? Yeah, you don't get one. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Why are you not on the podcast yet? <laughs> and in all theory, you <laughs> yeah. just got a shout out when there's not doing a shout out for you. So yeah, uh, yeah zero sugar again. It says it's vitamin based. So I'm not sure what we going? it's got in it. Yeah, man, go for it. Go it's got taurine go. in it, so it's got the neurotransmitters for when you're awake. Oh, listen to him getting technical. What colour is this? Mojito. <laughs> it's definitely not <laughs> mojito. <laughs> colour. Oh, that's a that's a that's a fragrance. That is. Oh, there we go. Oh, I just think I peeked my microphone Ooh, then doing. Tea. Oh no, no, it's mojito flavoured. What did you expect? I don't know. It's called Mojito, what did you... Do you know what, it's because it's on the side, I just thought it was some weird brand that they'd... Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to like this. I'll try it. I think it's tasty. I think that's tasty. Yeah, it's not bad. It's got caffeine in it, you're going to get a buzz. No, it's not my favourite. I'm Uh, not going... Definitely not. That's like drinking stingy nettles. (laughs) (laughs) Have you you had stingy nettle tea? Just that, that, you know... Nettle soup. It's exactly like this. (laughs) You know when you... um, I suppose it's like just like drinking a mint leaf, isn't it? Really? It is a bit a like um, having a mojito. You're on holiday and you go to take a sip, 
but you slip because you're in the pool and you get a bit of chlorine as well. <laughs> that was a very specific answer. Sorry, Black Energy. Sorry, it took me right back to there. No, I'm not. Apologizing. I, don't, I don't hate it. It's just not. I think it. T- I think it's like refreshing with a mint. I think it's quite tasty. Yeah, I'm gonna put mine to one side. Uh, it needs on rum. Have mine if you want, Scott. I'm it needs some drink rum. Oh, really tasty. Um, Scott, you can have all three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just I don't even drink night, like seven at night. <laughs> you don't drink any drinks after seven. I wouldn't have one at seven at night, but it's just not. You know, we'll taste it. It's we'll all right. Do. It's only half six, so you're fine. You can carry yeah, on got, drinking. Got that forty-minute window. No, I can't even. No, sorry. Caffeine. Not for me, I'm afraid. Window. Certainly not my I recommendation. Don't, I don't hate it, but it's not. It's not something I would personally buy. No, definitely not. I admire the honesty. Just right. So I went out and bought these. <clears throat> Let's have a look at them. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, they were sixty-five p. So they were a lot cheaper than most other energy drinks. For 65p, that's not bad. You get what you pay for, I suppose. I don't think think they're too bad. It needs rum. It needs to be a 250ml can as well. I'm not going to drink mint cold without rum. No, it's it's just not for me. I'm going to put that out of the way. Here we go. Right. I'll leave it it there so they can have a little bit of advertisement just for the effort they put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I just want to be honest. I'm not going to go out and tell everybody to buy every energy drink we try. The Statue of Liberty, just empower yourself. Hmm. Yeah. Don't get it. Don't know. Might be a bit political. I don't know. Oh, stay away from that. Yep. Garbage. Yeah. Let's not get into That's that one. The... Oh, God. Poli- politics? Yeah. I don't know. Not for this podcast. It. Definitely no. not. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> I, I don't know the politics, so I don't touch them. <laughs> yeah, the, you're, ag- agreed. Agreed. All I know is that Boris has got some amazing hair. That's all I know. That's uh, Yeah. If you want so, someone running so, your country. So the, the Trump fella. <laughs> <laughs> Let's definitely not get into that one. <laughs> Definitely similar, not. similar hairdos, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a British version, isn't it? It's like watching The Office UK and The Office US. <laughs> but world leaders <laughs> and disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Two, two big powerhouses. But yeah, it's just like running The Office. You, you know what I mean. Well, I suppose one of them is running The Office. Hey, hey. the Oval Office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Labelled up. We know exactly. what we're doing. Or when, we... Bill, when Bill Clinton was in the ovary office. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, hang on. Where's the other one? There we go. No? Okay. Right, so that's Pre- ten minutes. Pretend it wasn't as funny as yours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll just pretend. I've got the power. <laughs> just be like TV in the 90s and tell us when to laugh and when to cry. Oh, hang on. I think you can do that, can't you? Yeah. Applause. Yeah, yeah there'll be an applause light here. <laughs> God. It's like being in our own TV studio <laughs> with a very shit sound man. Anyways. He's not even here. No. That's how shit he is. He's not even here. Right. He would, no, I was about to say he'll be back next week, but he won't. Oh, will he? No, he won't. Right. I believe we have a huge amount of questions to get through. Oh, we so do. So we yeah. may as well kick us the starters. I got moaned at by someone because uh, I put my pass in on camera last time. I was like, okay. (laughs) He's changed it since then, people. Yeah, sure. So just to go to, before Scott starts, that um, we may not get through them all. So if we don't get through them all, we will add them on to the next podcast. So we will not leave you out, we promise. Yeah, we've got got scroll worthy. Mm. Mm. A whole thumbs worth. A whole whole thumbins. (laughs) (laughs) That's a new measurement. Yeah. (laughs) Digital age measurement. Okay. <laughs> so, first question. Two words. Favourite athlete. Oh, man. From Rob, oh. eh? Yeah, from Rob, oh. yeah. 
Right, so because that question came through me and I popped it to the, the uh, podcast, I've been thinking about it all day. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> like all the questions for me, I'm just like, oh, I can't do it. It's hard, yeah. Do you two know athlete. or are you struggling? Uh, yeah, I know. I know See, who I'd go for. If I was going to go for like all out, there's, I don't want to come back to wrestling, but there's like a wrestling side of it, but then it depends whether or not you class them as athletes. I personally do, but some oh, people yeah, don't. Yeah. If I was just going to go with pure athlete, I would go with Tia Toomey. Right, that's your favourite athlete. That's my favourite athlete. Oh, I just love how much she's accomplished in the time she's managed to accomplish it as well. And the fact that yeah, she's... I get it, I get it. She's definitely up there. Oh, 100%. I mean, and she hasn't even been lifting that long in comparison CrossFit, to... CrossFit, fittest woman. Yeah. yeah, she was also Olympic weightlifter in the uh, Rio Olympics too. Oh, she, four amazing. times? Uh, four times. Yeah, four, four, time four CrossFit time Games winner. CrossFit Games winner. And the same year, I believe she either won or she comes second. She then went off to compete in the Rio Olympics as well. Um, in the same year. Yeah. So like she's you know essentially training for two sports that are, all intents and purposes, the same and very different at exactly the same time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was very impressive, I think. Oh man, this is so hard because... Have you got like several, but from different categories, or are they all weightlifters? But, oh, so it's mixed. Everything's mixed. I mean, all around, I like... No, Ross Edgley's great. Oh, I forgot about him. Just because he covers mm, all is... my things I like. You put him higher than Tia? Endurance. <laughs> I would put Tia. I'd still put Tia high. Right. But I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I think there's there's more athletes out that, I mean, I like Matt Vincent. He's mm. kind of like a, more of a hybrid as well. I mean, he did um, Highland Games, but he cycles a lot. And it's, he's it's done powerlifting, too... I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like a good strength athlete. Yeah, definitely. And I love Shaw. You know, just because... Yeah, God, there is so many, isn't there? I think I've just... (laughs) Can you pick one? I mean, I've got like a few sort of lined up and I think all my favourite athletes are weightlifters. So, Tony Cliff, British weightlifter, definitely in like my top three. Yeah. Just because we've seen him compete live. Just like really cementing himself as like proper legend in powerlifting. I literally... He's just awesome. He's like super strong. Great to watch. And then... Go to move like to weightlifting, not powerlifting. I think Klokov is like my top. He's probably number two, like of my favorite athletes. It's just great to watch. Uh, he lifts hell of a lot of weight. Like his intent and aggression is just brilliant to watch. But yeah, I think I'm gonna say Shaw is my favorite I'm athlete. Say Shaw. Yeah. I thought you'd say Shaw. I'm gonna to say Shaw, and it's more. Yeah, he's um, what is it? Four time now, world strongest man. Yeah, he's going for his fifth. Going for his fifth. So he's four time world strongest man. His training always looks just. Well, one, quite smart. Two, yeah. intense, like, at the right times. And he uses good form. He, like, br- really brings it when he's, like, in competition. But yeah. it's more about how he just carries himself. He's, like, a proper, proper athlete, it, yeah. proper bloke. When I think athlete, I don't think what you've done. It's more how you hold yourself and how you are as a as a person. Yeah. As a role model. Because there's athletes I'd rather be like other than the ones that have won literally everything. Yeah. Like, I'd rather sort of be, like, my favourite athletes rather than, like, a Michael Jordan, yeah. if you know what I mean. yeah. So, yeah, I think Shaw's going to be my favourite right now. <laughs> yeah. I always thought he was going to say Eddie Hall. I'm not sure why. No, I thought that would be the, his top go-to. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Ross Edgley just because he ticks all my boxes, but I have one for all categories. Go on, then. I don't know, weightlifting, Shankle or John North. Oh, you, do, you don't I know, just, do you, really? I just, they're both. I have one for Shankle every category. John, you know what? Chad Wesley Smith. I've just done it. Chad Wesley oh, Smith. Oh, he's pulled the band-aid off. I love Chad Wesley Smith. I think he's just an ace guy. So informative, intelligent, shot putter, power lifter, Olympic weightlifter. He's it's, done everything. It's good when they've done 
like yeah. a plethora of sports and they've, they've achieved a lot in different sports that's yeah. always important and then just his mannerisms and how he presents himself it's kind of like Shaw it's just always that sort of he's calm but yeah. I mean Shaw can like have a laugh you see him like with his media stuff he's doing but yeah. I just think he's brilliant oh, his media stuff at the moment is like like his YouTube stuff is just on point I oh, love God. watching and I would probably capture someone and I don't know Kill them, kill someone. Just to have a shot in his gym because it's just <laughs> absolutely amazing gym, Jeez. the coolest place ever. <laughs> oh, I'll okay. break into it and risk him ripping my head off just to train yeah. in his gym. <laughs> you know, in Alien, at the end when that android gets ripped in half by like oh, the mother. Yeah. All right, <laughs> for you, that'd be sure getting me just picking you up and just tearing you. Into what are you doing, weakling? I'm like, sorry, Brian. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All I've got to do is hope I can outrun him. Why are you floor benching? It's like I'm dead. But he lives at, he lives at altitude, so he can run like further than me. I'll be like, I'm gonna get away from him, and he'll just, <laughs> just slowly catch me like a Terminator. <laughs> get me. <laughs> he'll just walk after you, and you know, like in every horror film where they never run. I'll be like, oh damn, these powerlifted. <laughs> oh, he's caught up with me. <laughs> uh, anybody else, Scott? Uh... I think we could talk about favourite athletes, but I, 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 I yeah. tried to just talk about. Many. I tried to talk about my favourites. Bodybuilding, probably Jeff Nippards or Ronnie Coleman. I've probably got two oh, for all of them. every category yeah. of, of strength sports. I love Kaz Meyer. I like uh, I like Eddie Hall. Brian Shaw is clearly up there. I like Martinez. I think Martinez is just he is really cool, outstanding athlete. He's really cool. Um, Sean Conway, which I talked about a few parts. You love Tank. Tank, yeah, Tank's okay. amazing. Whatever his second name is, I just, I just it's like just, Tank on social media when people ask him diet. Mushima, meat rice. That's it. <laughs> What's your diet like? Meat rice. <laughs> Maybe his second or, name is just Tank McTank. Or Klokov's quote when he's what's it, um, they, uh, someone asked him about diet and he's like, "You are what you eat. You you <laughs> <laughs> you eat meat. You meet." <laughs> Like on, on his Instagram story, he did a Q&A, which I only found out because people were asking questions because it was in Japanese. And someone said, uh, what's your plans at the minute? And be like, become less tank. <laughs> He's just like planning to lose weight. Become less tank. Yeah, become less tank. <laughs> be less of me. <laughs> oh, that's genius. We'll have, to put, we'll have to put Tank's uh, Instagram there for people oh, who look yeah. at Tank. He, yeah, he I'll tell is you, such a character. I'll tell you what, in the description below, we'll put everybody's top athlete in the description of the YouTube video so you can go For the sake of the question, I'm going to have to say Shaw, and I don't okay. think you've said so, anyone, Scott. I think <laughs> just uh, I'll, Shaw, Edgley. No, Chaz, Chad Wesley Smith. Okay, Chaz Wesley Smith. Nice one. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, Tia Toomey. So we'll link all them in, in uh, the YouTube video below so you can then go and have a look to see who they are. Hopefully you know who they are, but if you don't, it'll be interesting. I don't know who that guy is, so I'll go and check him out too. Yeah, kind of one of the main guys for jogging up training systems. He also has a podcast called Blue Eyed IPA. He came up with it, didn't he? He came up with Juggernaut system. I think it is all his. It's his, yeah. And he's got like athletes he takes yeah. to meets. He's got Mike Israel who Co does all the sort of science behind it all when he's right. got um, coaching staff. He's the guy that did Bulgarian. Oh, tons. Uh, glasses. He was the first guy to do the zero to 600s. Well, he trains Bulgarian. Uh, Max Aita. Max Aita. He, Aita, he yeah. trains Bulgarian, or used to. He but. trained under the. People that did the Bulgarian system All right. with them, so yeah. Eastern European block training. Yeah. But yeah, talk that question. Uh, yeah, Martinez is well, great That's a podcast in itself. It and is, then we yeah. go, and then I think we'll, we'll get onto it at some point, but favourite coaches. Oh, we'll, oh, we'll get onto that as a different podcast. No good to me, I'll let you guys run that one. <laughs> we won't stop. 
Okay, we'll move on. We'll move on swiftly. Yeah, before before, before the whole just, podcast is like an hour athletes, of yeah. the athletes. Yeah. Um, uh, what advice would you give to help improve flexibility and reach? So that is from uh, my really good friend James as his wife, and then he's got a couple of questions underneath. I think so. Imagine. So Lou wants to know about flexibility. Oh, it's a really difficult I one. I didn't put names in this week. So. You guys can chuck whatever you think in, but I think the main thing, depending on uh, what you want to achieve with your training, I think don't get caught up with flexibility. It's kind of like there's way more things you can really push yourself with and improve on. Rather Mobility than just and flexibility is different, right? I don't think so. I think no? it's just flexibility. People stop saying it. I think mobility is being able to move in a normal range of motion, whereas flexibility is like, oh, I can do box splits. I don't know. I want to be Van Damme. <laughs> going through all the literature, if you really read into it, there might be some structural differences. You could talk about mobility and flexibility. I think that in terms of what people think of and the people that want to train and get better, I think they're the same thing, to be honest. Well, how, how Range of motion you know, around a joint for both of them, really, isn't I it? I always think mobility is the range of motion you're able to move in, whereas flexibility is how far you're able to you push can, that you range can push of motion. Yourself. All right, yeah. cool. I like that one. So, I mean, quite simply... If you want to work on flexibility, maybe there's like um, some positions in like a, maybe it's like a quite a subjective sport like gymnastics and you really got to push your flexibility or maybe you're trying to do some movements like your husband or whatever's doing squats and doing pull-ups and you think, I can't even get into those positions yet. So yeah, working on flexibility at times might help. The really simple trick would be hold the position you're trying to get into for 20 to 40 seconds at a mild discomfort. Don't go to like the crazy yeah. lengths people go into and put themselves through pain. So yeah, don't focus on it. Maybe try that, just holding those positions in like a mild discomfort. But um, And then the final bit of advice would be when you're working through whatever your goal is, if it's throwing javelin, if it's uh, getting into the squat position, whatever it is, if you keep training it and you keep repeating training and you're getting better and better, you're going to be able to go through all the range of motion. You'll just Your sport will do that for you. Yeah. Same with powerlifting and squats. You'll just get there and you'll just go through it. So just keep pushing that, keep doing what you want to do for your performance or your little training, any flexibility gets better. You'll be in those positions. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to add to that. I'm, I'm probably one of the most naturally flexible and most unflexible at exactly the same time. <laughs> so, I mean, you've been flexible, but you sometimes you've had to really work on your strength positions in squats, and the squats just did that for you, and weightlifting just did that for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I've got... You know, hyperextension on a lot of my joints anyway, naturally. Um, but then I really struggle with my hamstrings. So I did a lot of very specific movements for my hamstrings yep. to try and, you know, loosen them up a little bit. So I'm probably not the best person to give advice on. The only thing I would say is that make it more specific to whatever your movement is. So if it's something specific you're looking at, like squats or something like that, then yeah, doing the actual squats is going to help as well. But you can also add a couple of extra bits in there. And also make sure you do it when you're warm. Definitely don't do it when you're cold because some people will just go in and start stretching straight away. That's quite a good point, yeah. And I think actually, you know, think of it like an elastic band. If you put an elastic band in the fridge or the freezer and then take it out and stretch it to the full, probably going to do some kind of damage. Whereas if you warm it up first in your hands and then stretch it, you're going to get far better stretch on it. So, yeah, my only advice would be is make sure you're warm before you start stretching. Don't stretch before you warm up. And that is my only advice (laughs) because that's as much as I can bring to the subject. I, I hate. Stretching and flexibility stuff, but I do it because I I will snap. <laughs> I just I just I treat it like another movement. So I'll do three to five sets of instead of ten reps, it'd be ten seconds of certain right. stretches, and then that's that's basically it. And it's I only do it when I feel areas are tight. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 
and then like fascia release and stuff like that. You know, oh yeah, when you've got like little adhe- adhesions and little yeah. knots and stuff. No, that's about as far as I go, and I'm pretty flexible. You know, especially for a bigger guy, I'm, I think I'm fairly flexible. So yeah, I think you were right as well, like holding the move as well. So if you're, you know, if you're under the bar, just get under the bar and just let yourself sit in the hole for a little bit. Yeah, if, you, if you have to do it and it's going to feel like you've got a little psychological edge on your training, and do it after training. Don't yeah. do long hold stretches or passive stretching before weightlifting because it will diminish your performance. It won't do anything for you. When you warm up, the movements that you're going to perform in, that's what you should warm up with because that's going to get you ready for the movement. Don't just stretch. Yeah. Next so, one? Yeah, cool. next one. Uh, how regularly should you increase the weight you're lifting? And what kind of increments? Oh, we've nice. got our little goal thing. It depends. Depends on your goal. Uh, I'm going to say it depends, but I'm not going to say it depends on your goal. No, not on your goal. <laughs> I, know what it, I know what it depends on. Yeah. You two go. What do you think? Uh, look, look, so I've changed my mind a lot about this in the past. So, I, I, you know, it's the whole Milo story, the whole, you know, Feeding the cow and carrying it all day. The cow gets bigger, you get bigger, sort of thing. Which yeah. is, um, or we picked up a calf yeah, when it was like younger. It's like beginning of progressive overload and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I prefer to sit on a number for a lot longer and play about with reps and you know sets and reps before I move up. So I do it a lot less regularly than you do, because uh, you're kind of more of a, like that traditional. You're, you're still, um, you're still doing linear progression. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'll sit in like a zone to... for a bit, whereas yeah. people kind of do, you know, try and spike up and do a deload. I like to sit a week for a, uh, sit at weight for a week or so, you know, two to three weeks. Yeah, but you're still manipulating the stress event because let's say you start off yeah, with, volume you'll go up a weight and you'll go... Five threes, five four threes, fours, three four fives. Fours. Right, cool. And then I'll, then I'll do usually a, a back off set. So, so it's like a four-week cycle. So I'll do five threes. Next week, four fours, week yeah. after three fives. And then I'll do the weight for like comfortable sets. So like I might do doubles, triples, you know, set of 10 if it feels really easy. Right. Um, and then nothing that's going to really blow me out. But next time when I go back in, I'll increase the weight. And that is dependent on how it felt for those weeks. So you're sitting at a weight for a few weeks, changing volume slightly, and then seeing if you feel like you want to move up. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, you just do what we say again. No, no. <laughs> that's why I like having the power. Just, oh. <laughs> what do, what do you think? So, all because you've been listening to us too. What do you think about going up in weights? I think it depends on where you're at in your journey. So, if you're starting off fairly, if you're starting off fresh, you're going to be able to increase that weight a lot quicker. Ooh, very good point. Yeah, yep. that's, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Um, yeah, you know, if it's like a deadlift or a squat, you're probably going to be looking at being able to throw 10, 20 kilos on at the start if you're trying to progress. Um, once you start hitting your numbers, then you can go up fives, two and a halves. I don't really think there's an answer for what you should do. I think you should look at how you feel with the weight. If you think, you know, 160 for a squat, you can do five, you can do five sets of five, then I think there's little to no point to stick into that weight unless you're going to increase your reps. Then I would say that you just, you know, there's nothing wrong with going up by 1.25. Nope, if that's what you feel that it's going to help. And, you know, as long as you're progressing... I would just say see how it feels in yourself. I don't think there's any set numbers you should be doing. Okay. So I think it depends on training advancement. So you sort of start to touch on it there. So if you are in your novice phase, so the first, maybe people can stretch that out into a couple of years, but it's usually like the first year of training, hard, focused training. You'll be in your novice stage, and that means 
you'll be able to recover within a few days. I'm yeah. not going to like start talking about hours and whatever because it's going to be like quite varied. Yeah. So you're able to create a new stress event for yourself and adapt every few days. So you want to take advantage of that of being a novice and improve really quickly like Kieran has for the last, say, 25 to 30 weeks because it like started training <laughs> of lockdown. to 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. no, well, I think he's really focused on his training since like yeah, maybe yeah. March, April. Uh, so that's how you would play that out. So if you're a novice... You're first sort of looking into weightlifting or it's your first year or you haven't been training optimally, even though if you have been training five to ten years, well, let's start to really focus now. And you can go up on um, upper body moves. So your overhead press and your bench press, you're looking at 2.5 every workout, 2.5 kilos. And then up uh, lower body moves or so your squats and your deadlifts, sometimes 5K. And then as you're getting towards a point where it's a little bit more difficult to add that weight each time, yeah. uh, maybe 2.5K for those as well. And so that would be like... If you have four sessions over, it'll be a week and a bit. You're looking at um, 2.5, then you'll have 5K over, 7.5, 10. And that's how you keep working through those. If you're in an intermediate phase, so let's say you've played that out, you can't recover after a few days. It's hard for you to hit your numbers, sets of five, sets of four, whatever it might be. You'll be in an intermediate phase. And that's where it'll be like weekly, you'll be able to make improvements. So it'll be 2.5K per week or per every 10 days. It just seems to be that the way we live per week is uh, yeah. convenient for us. So we tend to do things weekly, don't we? No one really trains over 10 days or 12 days. It tends to be a seven-day cycle. It's just the yeah, way it goes. seven-day window. Yeah, it tends to, be, tends to be seven days. That's just the way it goes. So 2.5 on each lift per week. And then when that plays out, you're going to need a whole block of training or a whole um, number of these weeks, or you call them like a mesocycle. So yeah. a number of these weeks to make the progress. So you, you being advanced, you'd need to go, say, four to six weeks of those mini stress events, that's what's going to cause the stress. So you yeah. might be 2.5 or 5K in four weeks or six weeks. So that's sort yeah. of how it plays out. Um, and that's how often you should increase weight. Yeah. yeah don't go it. by feel is my advice. You don't know what you no, feel. never go by feel. Yeah. If you're if you're a novice or... What your, body, what your body does is do more RPE. important. So ignore me. No, that's my, that's my <laughs> advice. That was your advice. <laughs> All right. Let's... Uh, um, Okay, next question. What would, uh, what one piece of equipment would you recommend to continue strength training from home? That's hard. Yeah, I mean, we uh, are we not including <laughs> weights in that because it's like one piece of equipment. I'm going to simplify it for my brain, have... so I've already picked mine. I've already simplified it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you start. I've, I've got one as well. Yeah. I think a heavy band. Heavy band. I think you could do. Tons of stuff in your wrong. training. Yeah. In your living room, you could do all the body weight stuff you want. That'll be good for maintaining some strength. Crazy high reps. I think you'll go backwards with your strength training, your strength goals. So don't do crazy high reps. Just test yourself. Do isometric holds, not for a crazy amount of time, but still do your body weight movements, pull ups, push ups. Try to do some sort of lunging and squats if you're really struggling, but add the heavy band where you can. So against you when you're doing pull ups, round your shoulders, do some squats, round your neck and do the back of your neck. And do like good mornings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, push-ups against the heavy band. I think that'd be great if you're forced to work from home. So James, because I think that's your question as well, try and get some heavy bands from somewhere. Yeah. And re like really thick, dense ones that you've really got to strain against. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a very good answer. Yeah, it's a very good answer. I don't even think I could add to that one, to I, be perfectly honest. I was going to say a heavy dumbbell or kettlebell. Kettlebell. Oh, kettlebell's yeah. a good shout. Just like, a, you know, that sort of... Um, you know, between twenty and forty k, depending on the person. Something that's kind of like that's good. Quite a hard effort for an overhead press. 
you can kind of use that for your... And if you did some slow reps on squats, you could probably do it as well. Yeah, exactly. You could do goblets, you could do swings, you can do kind of everything with it. Snatches with them. Snatches. Loads, yeah. That's a good shout. Press-ups. I do think, yeah, I think kettlebell workouts are something that have been a bit, made a bit of a joke lately. Cause kettlebell what, sorry? Kettlebell exercise, like workouts, exercises, because it's turned into this Zumba mum class in oh, really? a lot of areas, you know, you get mum's kettlebells. Kind of commercialised it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and really. it's now became like how Zumba or Pilates is. It's kind of been made more of a joke of. I think a kettlebell is... That's why I like a lot of um, Jim Wendler stuff. He's like, yeah, I'm doing dumbbells. He's uses barbell training a lot or his uh, safety squat bar. He does deadlifts, trap bar deadlifts, does all the main yeah. nuts and bolts of training. But he's also kind of like, and then I'll do, he'll add in kettlebell snatches, kettlebell cleans and other stuff, or even kettlebell rows. He, rows. He's like, oh, I love... Kettlebells for rows, so just use the stuff that's there that works. They're, yeah. they're brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Just yeah, get, yeah. I just mean, get a big rock. Yeah, <laughs> just don't buy anything. Just go and find a huge rock huge and do rock. the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't really got anything to answer on that one because I think you guys have both covered. I think they're the two. If you have a, I a think heavy you've, band I think you've nailed and a kettlebell, I think you could pretty much do whatever you need to do. Yeah, Good agreed. Point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you could go for two forms, a barbell and some weights again. If you can do that from home, you yeah. can get most exercises. Was, in with was, just a that's what I was trying to like. I was like, I, was like, I could just go forever and talk about bits, but I think I'll try to stick to. Yeah, but if you had to yeah. have one single thing, I think you two have nailed it. I don't think we need to add anything. You're right, though. You're right, though. Like barbell and weights. I mean, you're not going to. Yeah, that would no. be number one. I right. mean, that's all I started with. I literally had um, a bench, a barbell, yeah. and some weights, and that was it. And that's kind of what you need. You yeah. pretty much do everything with them. So. Oh, yeah. Um, if you can have a small selection, and it's not even that expensive. I mean, realistically, no. the back there. I'm going to go with the bar I had originally. I think I paid 100 quid for it. It wasn't expensive. Yeah. Um, in the grand scheme of how much bars actually can cost or, or what they, you know, some of them, I mean, my one's a fairly cheap one. It was yeah. still, you know. My, my first one was... A good um, chunk of 500 quid. 100, it was 120 kilo of weights with a bar, like with the bar. Yeah. So 100 kilo of plates. I think that's the same as what I got. Yeah. That's the silver one I had downstairs. Um, it was 150 pounds. And then I got a squat rack, a squat, squat rack from Argos Clearance Warehouse for like 20 quid. Yeah, I mean, as well, um, you look on Marketplace. So if you look on Marketplace, look on eBay, especially maybe not so much at the moment, but I think in six months when things maybe start going back to normal and everyone who's gone out and rushed and bought all their equipment is going to go down pretty cheap and I think you're going to probably be able to get yourself a decent deal. There's still some good things out there um, that you can get hold of at a fairly decent price, but I think I paid £40 for my first squat stand. Yeah, exactly. And even the one I got downstairs, um, although it's a much better one, I got it uh, X-Demo from Strength Shop, and it was, I don't know, 200 quid? I don't even think it was that. What, the wall mount? The wall mounted one. Oh, amazing. So, Oh, yeah, I think it did say, yeah. Yeah, so that was a, a great purchase. I know we're going off topic a little bit with how much things you can buy, but I think you can do I mean, I That's think relevant. everything I've got downstairs was about £500 for all of it. Oh, wow. So you can do it on a budget if you look around and you see. And if you look at um, Strength Shop, they have um, X-Demo. Yeah. Um, and if you look at Fitness Superstore in Northampton, they also have a lot of X-Demo stuff. And some of it's brand new just because it's been in their showroom. Yeah. And you get it for a considerably less than... I think I paid £100 for my bench. It should be £300. So it's definitely worth going and checking those. So I would say on a very li- slight tangent, because I can't add anything to what you two have added, check Marketplace out, check X-Demo stuff out on uh, Strength Shop and Fitness Superstore. Yeah. And start doing banded kettlebell swings. Yeah. And good mornings and all that jazz. All right, uh, this one's kind of up my alley, but um, if you had to choose two YouTube channels to get all your training and nutrition advice, uh, from which 
From which would they be and why? One for training and one for nutrition. That's really good. That's a, yeah, that's a really good question. I think we'll be quite similar on that one. <clears throat> Interesting that it's YouTube channels, not like coaches and books yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But that's why it's a good question. Uh, I've got two. I've got oh, two. That were you guys. Well, well, let's, let's, let's start with Chris. Chris. I think because Chris. the last, it's been a few years they've had a YouTuber starting strength. Their YouTube's good. It's a lot of um, rip talking on like their starting strength radio, and it's a lot of just. Um, cutting down the bad questions and bad information. So he's good to watch. But they've also got a ton of their uh, instructional stuff because no matter how good the book is, how good the program stuff is, people still struggle with understanding with lots yeah. of things and they, they want to watch someone be coached. They want to watch the video. So that's a great place to start for training stuff. I will say it's definitely strength training. It's not always um, powerlifting relevant. Like they're they're definitely it's, just yeah. getting stronger, but then they won't use like classic powerlifting lifts. It'll be how to... Get the most range yeah, of motion. It's about getting stronger as most a person, muscle mass, not strongest. to become a good powerlifter. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're get, not going to teach you how to arch. They're, they're close, but powerlifting can slightly be different sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. they'll they'll they obviously have got some really strong athletes, some amazing coaches, and then for nutrition, ooh, I'd probably look at uh, Lane Norton's YouTube. Oh yeah, I go Lane Norton. Oh, Lane wasn't up. Oh, that's that's, that's spun me now. But <laughs> type in what you want if you don't oh, want to watch Lane. him crushing uh like the fitness losers that are on youtube and he just literally crushes them all the time yeah. so we get it's a bit he's relentless a bit, i don't with, like the controversy stuff that he does yeah he's, yeah. A, he's a little marmite isn't he you either seem to like him or you don't that's true but yeah. to get to get his, get his information and watch him on podcast because that's technically him on youtube so get your information from him he's yeah. he's great for uh nutrition yeah him on the um american glutton podcast who's ethan suplee that, that was an awesome podcast was it good yeah very Worth a listen. It was just no nothing to do with controversy. It was just straight information. It was really, really even for simple stuff. I remember I watched him on one podcast, and he was Silent Mike. Just went so asked him about creatine, yeah. and then he just he sort of went, but how much a day? Just he just had to know the simple things, and people just want to to get that from him. Yeah, you can go on a tangent. Yeah, I mean that's what Rips always been great at is giving yeah. you the most information in the minimal amount of packaging. Yeah. Rip or Lane? Rip. I meant. Oh, Rip, right. I'm going, yeah, back to. Because Start Straight, it's a good shout. I mean, Rip will take everything, all this clutter, and you split D5s. (laughs) D5s. Or, um, I think I touched about the other day, they got a question in um, on. Got a tear in my shoulder. So did Rip. That's quite a. Like, he was good to answer the question. And the guy was kind of wanted. You could tell when people want a certain answer from how they are asking the question. And Rip just kind of went. I would say you did the press, overhead press. That's going to get yeah. your shoulders stronger, your stabilizer muscles around that one might be torn or a couple, but they're there to hold the shoulder in the right positions while you're pressing. So that's what yeah. you do. Don't do all these pathetic, feeble exercises that try and isolate them because that's not how they work. They're not meant to work no. in isolation. Yeah. So that's when he answered that one really well. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree with that. Um, nutrition, I'd go Jeff Nippard. Okay. Who's very science based? Like you'll share the studies and where he gets all this information from. Um, he's very interested. He's also a bodybuilder, so he does have some training stuff on there as well. But his, I like his his diet information. But that was that's the one where I might swap out with Lane. So that one's a bit bit weird. Just keep me. it. But someone different. I'm gonna stick, with, different. I'm gonna stick, stick with, with Jeff. It. Yeah, that's where you got instinct went. Yeah, they're both quite on par when it comes to nutrition advice and studies. And I think they. I need to watch more of Mike. Uh, Israel. Next one for me is is juggernaut training systems <laughs> mm. because Mike does all their training background. I thought like, he's RP. 
He is RP, yeah, but RP he does strength. a lot of stuff with Juggernaut as well. All right, cool. They're the kind of joined at the hip. His stuff's unreal. It's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he has a 45 minute on how to train your rear delt. You know, and it's just because he is just, you know, the king of learning how to build muscle. Detail. He obviously likes yeah, detail. If you like detail, but not like tangenty detail. He He's very to the point, very TED Talky. He's done TED Talk as well. But like he just tells you, you know, from A to Z how to train your rear delt. <laughs> Some people want that. I think um, training has been around and been researched and been taught and been spoke about for so many years. There are some things that work really well and there's a massive audience that need to be just told what to do for that respect. And then yeah, they can yeah. get creative, get innovative with programming, with how they put their brand out there, whatever. But there's some real simple things that everyone should be doing. And that's probably why he's really good. Yeah. And it, and it, it does, it's based on your personality as well. If you're the sort of person that just wants it black and white, maybe not go to Mike. But if you really love the detail and that kind of drives you and motivates you to hear someone talk about it and be enthused about it, yeah. definitely, you know, I'd go to Juggernaut and kind of look at their training videos and, yeah, it's just fantastic. Cool. Cool. Um, I can't really say I've got anything nutrition that I sort of go to regularly. Um, Apart from eating challenges. <laughs> just don't even start on that one. <laughs> we'll, le- we'll leave him. We'll leave him on that one. Um, <laughs> I suppose if it's going to take away YouTube a little bit, I'm sure he has got a YouTube channel, but I tend to stick to his Instagram more. This is Jim Stepani. I quite like some of his stuff. Not necessarily all his stuff because he can be very product pushy um, on his own brands, but obviously that's his market. That's what he's doing. He's selling his own product. But he's selling it with the science, so he's not just necessarily giving you a load of horse shit. Um, Some of it I don't believe, so I definitely think that whatever you, you read, you should double check, go and have a look at something else and see if anything else backs up that research. Um, for training, um, I quite like uh, Athlete X. Um, oh no! I do like it because I, I, you know, <laughs> think I know. I think I know which one you mean. I'm just not a fan. I don't. I don't. Is it's it, nothing uh, against it. I mean, Cavalier in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, think that Jeff just Cavalier? Jeff Cavalier. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's just Marmite for me. I just don't. Yeah. Again, I mean, people don't like him and have a vendetta against him for some reason, which I don't get. I just don't enjoy his videos. Yeah. No. So I, I quite enjoy not necessarily the videos, but I like the way that he um, breaks down the techniques, and I like the fact that I'm a little bit opposite to you guys because obviously I trained a lot of hypertrophy for a long time. So it, for me, if I had weak areas, it was nice to go onto a channel and just pick specific parts that I wanted to work on. Oh, he's got like a catalogue of Yeah, he's stuff. got, yeah. oh, absolutely loads of it. He trains some of right. like the um, WWE wrestlers and things like that. Oh, so cool. he has a lot of them on. Um, he's like a massive wrestling fan. But what he'll also do is he'll, um, he's got like the famous marker. So he'll literally show the muscle groups by drawing on himself to show where the activation and things like that is. So it's quite nice to have a bit of a detail yeah, on that. Yeah, um, Move You, sorry to interrupt. Brilliant. Move, move You are great. Oh, they are so good. And their detail when they draw the muscles on, that's also that, quite That's good. far better than what he does. He, oh, I know. His is just a couple of markers where they really spend good. like hours drawing the whole at- yeah. anatomy on someone. Like a glute on someone yeah, <laughs> and like so, a whole shoulder. <laughs> yeah, Move You is a, a good point, actually. It's not really a YouTube channel for lifting they as such. Got, but they've got YouTube in a catalogue of training um, exercises, movements, yeah. and all that stuff. So a bit great movies, for mobility. Movies great. If you if you yeah. struggle in a certain area, That's it's definitely quite good. one for uh, like physiotherapy. <laughs> mm. Oh, their details really cool, but they do it in a really engaging, like funny way. So it's kind yeah, of. Yeah. I just like it's watching nice them. Dynamic, They're just yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, and I, um, I know you're gonna hate me for something. Well, you may not. I don't know. I quite like Mark Bell's YouTube, and I think it's because he has quite a lot of 
you know, established athletes coming on and doing yeah. training videos, which is what I quite like. I, so, I like it for entertainment purposes, yeah. Yeah, but he has a lot of, um, you He's know, like... some cool people. I used to love it. Log press I learned from Shaw, and that was on, was his, on channel. his channel. So, yeah. you know, that kind of thing is... Um, I didn't learn it directly from Shaw before anybody says anything. <laughs> just via YouTube. Um, I quite like that I quite like the fact he's got different people on so you're not just stuck yeah. with him showing you how to do something I didn't know you watched any of Mark Bell yeah, yeah I follow yeah. him on Instagram so. oh sweet yeah I used to love Mark Bell back in the day I used to listen to Powercast all the time but it's just, I don't know I just kind of when like uh, Silent Mike left and things went a bit weird I kind of was like oh, I'm going to take a break as well <laughs> mm. I never really went back so I need to, I need to go back and, and watch a lot of Mark I think stuff. it went just about from the content I was watching, it went just around, around nutrition and stuff. And I was like, okay, you can't just push certain diets because he was on one diet. The next month he's doing something else. And he was yeah, like, this they, is the best they thing. They so, carnivore a lot. Yeah, it was kind of like diet of the month. And so, I was like, I, was like, well, I don't want to do, <laughs> just know about um, diets. I want to see like training, get people back on again. And even if he was bringing the same guests on, it's like it's still cool. You're still going to learn a ton from them. So. Yeah, I mean, he's done some really, well, I think recently he's done a lot, quite a lot of training videos. So, um Back to rather than staying away from the nutrition, I think he still does a lot of nutrition stuff, but he has got a lot of um, techniques on there as well, like floor press, uh, box squats, yeah, I love his lift press, his lift all that sort of great. stuff. It, yeah. and it's re it is really good. It's worth, definitely worth checking out. Definitely. And I'm going to now check out these guys as well because I've not watched them, so I'll. Uh... Yeah, yeah, definitely. See, we educate everybody, <laughs> including myself. Oh, there's a really good um, YouTube channel to follow, um, which is uh, Let's Talk About It. So yeah. you know, you get some really good information off of that. Well. You get information off. <laughs> <laughs> really good information that other people have made. Yeah, yeah. We recommend where you go to get YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. We just take all of any chance we have of growing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Go, guys, just go somewhere else. Come on. <laughs> this one's a quick fire question. Uh, do you all work in the fitness industry? No. 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 None of us do. Uh, though, before we just sit here and say that we're talking about fitness, but none of us work in the fitness industry, Chris is qualified in the fitness industry. I've got a sport and exercise background, coaching background, so, and yeah. Yeah, so although try he doesn't work best, in it. Try my best to educate myself around it for, oh, a long time. Yes, so we're not just here pulling your blonkers, although we are a little bit. <laughs> Wait, I am. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't come here if it was all really serious. Uh, what are some techniques you use for those can't-be-bothered days? What gets you psyched up for a workout? Do you need to be psyched up? So this is where your training partners comes in. Training partners. <laughs> yeah, the accountability. Yeah. You got you got to turn up and train with your mates or um, whoever, whoever your training partners are. If you're in a team, yeah. you might not be best mates with all of them, but it's like turning up and front up for the team, that sort of thing. So get to training, whether it's in the weight room or whether it's, you know, training in the rugby park or whatever it might be. Yeah. I think, I mean, especially lately for me, there is like, there's this kind of back and forth relationship I have with it, but it's just sometimes... You just don't need to be comfortable. Like people get psyched up and motivated so they feel comfortable to go work out. Like, no, feel like shit and go work out. One thing I was always it. thought of, and it was like um, when you watch the best weightlifters, when you watch um, boxers, I've like sort of heard their stuff as well. Or a lot of elite athletes, they always say, I absolutely dread and hate training. Or when you talk to like, I don't even something like a tennis player, oh, training is just brutal and I really hate it. And then I'm just glad when I can do a bit of tennis and then leave, whatever their, their sport might be. Yeah. And it's because they're literally just pushing themselves to death. So when you turn up at the gym, you think, oh, that was a great workout. And yet there's the whole, don't always annihilate yourself, but there should be a lot of times when you are uncomfortable, feeling dreadful and having to push yourself yeah. way harder than what you look at work That's when you're was. growing. Yeah. Because <laughs> if, if you're comfortable every time, you're going to stay comfortable. 
Yeah, you'll just stay the same. You want to go in days where there's days when we rock up and we're just like, I can't move. <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> then we warm up anyway and you just yeah. get going. So in terms of getting psyched up, it's more about consistency and showing up rather than, oh, let's get to the gym and be all yeah. hyped for it. It's pointless. Yeah. What do you think? Not the same as you. <laughs> Uh, listen to no, I do. I motivational do. playlists. Uh, yeah, I just listen to people shouting at me, telling me to get up. She's <laughs> us too. No, I think. Um, I think there's almost two parts to it. I think sometimes there's days where you can not feel motivated and not go, and that's not going to do you any damage. Definitely that's, a point where you don't have to go. Yeah, if that, you're feeling that if you feel that rubbish, you don't have to. Exactly. If you're having a day like I, I Tuesday, that's for me, I was shot. I, I just felt, you know, annihilated. I'd, I'd worked out. Friday, I was off Saturday, I'd worked out Sunday, I'd worked out Monday, and by the time I got to Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, sorry, I was done. I was I had no motivation to want to get in the gym, and I think it's very important that you should listen to yourself on that side of things as well, and sometimes it's not good. I know you said, you know, not always good to go in and push yourself to the absolute limit, but I think it's also good to listen to yourself and think, if I miss tonight's workout, it's not going to be the end of the world. I can pick it up tomorrow, I can pick it up the next day, and I'm still going to get my numbers in. I agree, or even if you did... I mean, it sounds like it's almost like opposite, but if you go and you have a bad workout, it's it's one bad workout in the thousands of workouts you can have. It doesn't matter either. So yeah. Yeah. maybe still go in and do something. I don't but think you should punish yourself or feel down about no. not working out or no, exactly. a bad and workout. You can have essentially active rest days. So you can have a rest day, but you, you still go and do something. Just go for a walk. Um, do a hobby you enjoy a little bit, just that it's going to get you moving. I mean, you really enjoy golf. So you even still got the walking around of golf. It's going to add something. I it's... literally did it Saturday. So I just felt it was like a long week. Like, I think there's a few nights really working late and still trying to train as hard as I could with you guys in the week. And then Saturday, um, we went for a coffee and we were meant to go train and I just couldn't do it. Body was too beat up. And yeah, there's days when you think, oh, I feel a bit flat. Shall I go shallow or not? Then you should. But if your body's really sore and you know that you think, yeah. I'm not going to be able to push hard or, do, or yeah. hit the weights I'm I want to hit. I'm going to hurt so, myself. <laughs> yeah, I could have hurt myself exactly. And my head just wasn't in it. So we just waited. Then we just trained. I trained Tuesday night. had an awesome workout. Squats and deadlifts. Lifted loads of weight. Yeah. And, and it wasn't. It was way out of a normal time zone that you would normally be training. But yeah. you still were like, okay, I'm going to go and do it. Whereas for me, I was like, it's not going to add anything to me doing yeah. this. It's just going to make me feel worse and recovery is going to take even longer. Yeah. But I definitely agree. If you do have a day where you're feeling a little bit down when you, or, you know, you're not motivated to go to the gym, if you can get yourself in the gym and just do something, even if you're just moving the bar up and down, just getting a bit of mobility work in there, maybe doing some ab work, something that's a little bit more easy, you're still going to benefit from it. You're not going to, yeah, yeah. you know, you're not going to walk away with nothing. So especially, I think listen to yourself and, uh, you know, take it easy if you have to take it easy. Yeah. That's so, yeah, the question was what, like, what gets you psyched up? I think what you're trying to achieve and all your good training days, and you know, the, how if your goal doesn't, you know, scare you a little bit and make you think, I need to, I need to get to the gym and need to go do something, then that's probably a good place to start. So make sure you're really focused yeah. on what you want to achieve. Yeah. That should psych you up as well. And I think something I read the other day was um, motivation's good, but it doesn't get the work done. No. Dedication gets the work done. That's it, it's good. Yeah. Lovely. So we've got one more question. I think that's all we'll be able to fit in. Yeah. Because that'll take us to so, about our time. So if we didn't get you in today, apologies, but we will get you into another one. Yeah, it's about, there's about seven left, I think. Cool. Okay, so this question is, how did you all meet slash become friends? Oh, I'm getting <laughs> a bit of deja vu again. Isn't it about you? Training. Yeah, all the memories have come <laughs> flooding back. <laughs> oh, gosh. Training uh, yeah. for me and you about, I want to say, around eight years ago. Is I was well, training yeah. at uh, 
then it was known as uh, Champs Camp, Canuck Road in yeah. Corby. And um, there was like some uh, a moderate, there's like there's a squat rack, there was bars, there was yeah. weights, it was great, great for training, it was close, so we used to go there quite a lot. Yeah. And I seen you training, you were training with Kieran a lot, so we sort of knew each other then. Um, and then 2014, so oh man, six, oh, just over six years now, we um, started to the comp, yeah. so our first powerlifting meet. And um, yeah, I think I was, well, I was friends with you before that though. So just generally yeah, yeah, met at we training and yeah, do the gym, together, strength yeah. training, just sort of started so we, talking. We started gym. training at um, Champs Camp slash Dens, whatever you want to call it. I can't take that. I really didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just always remember it as Dens Gym. I don't the know the sign sort of gave it away. I never looked. I just went in. I just You know, you just walk in, you know it's a gym, so you just yeah. go in, you don't really look at the name. And I went because you went. That was kind of yeah. it. It wasn't my gym, it was just uh, where you went. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. where were you? So I've seen you there a few times and then... You started. Training. You started insulting me, is what you're saying. You started giving me lectures on strength training. Well, back you can then. Tell, tell that story again. He, Kieran thinks I was rude to him, which I was like, no, I'm sure I weren't. was because I never approachable at the gym, which is bad. But say it again if you want. But you weren't uh, again. What do you mean again? This is the first time we've said it. There was a no way. We spoke about it a few times ago. There was a no way technical issue. It means we have to re-record this section. What are we talking about? <laughs> Remind me of what we spoke oh, about. Oh God, broken. Yeah, are you um. I think I said I was just trying to lose some weight, and then you lectured me on why I should be strength training because it helps me lose weight. And I was so like, I wasn't rude. Yeah. I was right. <laughs> okay, all right. Then we'll rephrase it. You were blunt. <laughs> right. That's yeah, that's so okay. not rude. You were yeah, blunt. That's okay. And I think that was twenty-three-year-old Chris. That's probably about how about as much as I could do. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd met you a few times on a night on nights out when you'd been out with um, Eddie, cool. um, and then I'd seen you in the gym a couple of times with Eddie. But I can't really remember the time that we become friends. Not if I'm honest, it just kind of happened. Yeah, I'd say around 2015, 16 training at Unit One. It was before your first powerlifting comp. Right. Definitely before that, because I was going to do that same powerlifting because that's the very last wrestling match I ever had. Was the day you guys did that comp? I think right. it was a year or so. Yeah, because I remember yeah. you sending me the picture over, and I was, we were looking at that picture the other day, weren't oh, we? Man. Of how skinny and how different everyone looks. It was like <laughs> insane. I was like, Chris, look how skinny you are, and he was like. Oh god! Put on some mass since then. It was, I was like I was um, eighty-one kilos that day. And let's just not mention Scott. <laughs> Scott, look how skinny you were. Mate, you look great All now. Right. What does this difference does it make? <laughs> oh, thanks, man. But yeah, yeah. I think um, we went to the gym because I, I went through a whole weight loss journey. So we yeah, stopped, because we kind of did a lot more hypertrophy and cardio. And yeah, I mean we we go back to being friends from. I couldn't even tell you when. It was probably about yeah. 12, I reckon, for me. So you'd have yeah, been 10? Probably 10, yeah. Ish, that kind of age. Um, and it was kind of wrestling, I think, that kind of... We started being friends, because you were kind of a very wrestling family. So yeah. your mum's really into wrestling, yeah. you were really into wrestling. And then that's kind of, think, how I was born. And, um, yeah, there was some uh, interesting uh, things that happened along the way with that one. Nah, don't, don't no. talk about there's none. No, no. Let's not talk about... Any of them. Nothing worth mentioning <laughs> at all. Uh, there was one incident, maybe, um, where I nearly bit off my tongue. That was uh, an interesting um, development. <laughs> <laughs> How do they bite off your tongue? What, like, like that? No, basically, I thought it'd be a really good idea to do a moonsault or a backflip off of the shed and Scott to catch me. So he used to throw something called a plancher, which is where you jump. So if you ever watch wrestling, the guy jumps to the outside. He's not really taking the fall. The guy that he catches... Takes the fall. Yeah. He's, getting la- he's, get, he's getting landed on. Yeah, well, he doesn't. T- he he kind of like a big crash mat, so he just sort of breaks the fall and then he falls over, so that you don't yeah. really take a huge fall from like eight. Uh, what is it, about nine foot by the time you go over the ropes and land on the floor? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
pretty substantial. Yeah, if they don't catch you, it hurts like a motherfucker. I'm telling you that now. Yeah. It really does hurt. Because especially if there's no mats, because that happens a lot as well. A lot of the smaller venues don't put mats down. So you are really reliant on the guy who catching you <laughs> to catch you. It's right um, about with the front row because how close it is to the ring. Yeah, all that. Or on the concrete to stop you. Or all yeah. the barricade, which depends on where you go. Oh that can gosh. be solid steel and that ain't going nowhere. You're the only person that's going to break on that one. Yeah. Um, so I thought it'd be a good, really good idea to backflip off the shed. Scott did tell me it wasn't a good idea at the time. He kept saying, no, no. <laughs> the 12-year-old do- in this situation. <laughs> don't do that. It's not going to end well. And he was right. Didn't end overly well. So I come down on his shoulder with my mouth open (laughs) and my tongue up. And then, uh, yeah, there was a lot of blood. And then he went and did a moonsault. Yeah, there was a a lot of blood. And uh, I believe Scott ran off crying because he thought he'd really hurt me. He was only 12, to be fair. Only 12. I still do, Um, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, man, we had so many funny wrestling stories when we were kids. I I, I honestly thought that needs to be a question. The whole Carmen Monoxide story. No, 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 no. No, We'll leave that for another podcast. I'll I'll leave that for a day that Mark can tell the story because he's actually far better at it than I am. Yeah, we'll get the sound guy on. We'll get the sound guy to just do that story for us. We need an extra microphone for him just so he can do that. Um, No, I mean, there was the, um, the pace table. Pace table. Where yeah, I literally... <laughs> so, he choke slammed me through a pace table. Because when you're watching the telly, you're like, well, what's the I closest... You. What's the closest <laughs> thing to a table? Like, the, the wrestling tables that they that you get over here. Because you don't really get those kind of folding tables over yeah. here like they have. Maybe like a school table. Yeah, well, no, because they've got that big metal thick, like this. They've got like a metal bar underneath them. So you don't want right. to be going through that. No. Um. Um, so we thought we'll have a pace table. That'd be the best option. And we weakened it. Well, no, we didn't weaken it because it's, it's no, it's just a real thin table. I thought we weakened. No, it. No, 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 no. Well, like strategically sawed bits of it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. So like gimmicked it. As no, say. no, no. It was just a normal table. And what ended up happening was he choke slammed me through the table. So I, you know, plainly come off the pretend ropes, ran at him. He caught me and choke slammed me. What actually happened was he choke slammed me and it literally just went straight through the table. Yeah. So the legs, everything, the frame still, was all still stood up. I just went straight through the middle. Oh my goodness. So there was no break to the, the fall at all. So I was expecting the table to collapse, which takes the break, you know, breaks your fall a little bit. Yeah. Takes your break. But it, uh, you went breaks, through it so quick. I just it was went like nothing. literally, yeah. it was almost like the frame had stayed exactly where it was and just went straight through the middle of the table. <laughs> and that was, uh, yeah, that was quite painful. I wonder if we still have any, because we filmed a lot of it. Oh, we filmed so, so much. much of it. So I wonder much if it. any footage still exists. I don't know, because my very first pro wrestling matches in my first American-style wrestling match, that was filmed. Yeah. And for the life of me, I can't find it anywhere. Yeah. It would have been so shocking to have sat and watched it back. Yeah, is that the Jack... Um... No, 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 that was the first American one, so that was the first British one. The most okay. American one was um, BCW, or whatever they called it at the time. It was me versus oh, Hogan. Yeah, me and, uh, and Skater Boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did we never go into that story, did we? No, we didn't. <laughs> Would you like to know an interesting story about Scott's very first wrestling music? This is, this is where I tag out. <laughs> was it pun intended? His first wrestling music. Oh, we we did the yeah. yeah we kind of started talking intro about music, didn't we? Yeah, 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 that was it. And then he managed to dodge it. He did. He did. Dodge it very well, in the didn't gym, he? not in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Still, I'm still feeling it now. I was like thirteen. <laughs> Yeah. Scott's still like, yeah, I'm still going to try and uh, so I hope you're not gonna, dissolve this conversation. I hope you're not going to be offended by the way I tell this story. No, do it. Let's fucking go in raw. Let's but, do it. Oh, <laughs> oh that's an image. <laughs> 
So the story, please. Yes. So we had our very first American Star Wrestling match okay. um, many, many years ago. And yeah. Scott... the background is we used to wrestle in the back of a pub. That's where we learned with an old, re- you know, sort of referee that did Big Daddy Giant Haystack style matches. He actually did referee them a yeah. few times. Uh, Storm and Norman, his name was. Yeah. R.I.P. Yep. But it was in the back of a pub, and you'd get drunk guys come in watching us in the window, or they'd come and sit in watching yeah, and kids cha- learn how to roll, take bumps. Challenge you to fights, all yeah. sorts of stuff yeah, would happen. Yeah, you just get some, so. some messed up stuff. But uh, this small company I, ended up doing a show. I would just like to also reiterate that it was a Tuesday night. It was a Tuesday night. So you know what kind of guys you've got in a pub on a Tuesday night getting drunk. Okay, <laughs> so Tuesday, just, the yeah. Tuesday crew. If, yeah. I want to, if you want a mental image, that's that's what you need yeah. to know. The right. Tipsy of, okay? Tuesdays, right? It, oh, yeah, Tipsy Tuesday, Wasted Wednesdays. <laughs> Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Yeah. Fucked Fridays. So Still Saturdays? out Saturdays. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still out Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. That was good. Skate boy then, what's going on? Right, oh, so... Oh, sorry, yeah, back to the... We... Sorry. The, 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 we put on the first Nicely show... Nicely kept, and I tried, We put on the very first show, and actually there was a massive amount of people that turned up to watch... More, way more oh, than we thought no it was going to turn up. Like, yeah. It was packed. Right. The whole place was packed. Um, we had a lot of like school friends go and parents and family. So you got like real good vibes off of them because they were really happy that you were doing something. So they were there like, Great. oh, he's a wrestler. He's, you know, I'm going to get behind him. There was loads of them, weren't there? Those, Absolutely yeah. loads. Which was brilliant in itself. But the guy they paid to do the sound, <laughs> he wasn't very good. A bit like ours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, shots fired, Mark. I'm not sure if that Come was a Mark him. or a me. <laughs> no. Well, I just put it back onto mute. <laughs> um, Are you going to hear me? Also, yeah, no, no, Mark's really good. Like He yeah. would probably take that bat the wrong way, though. Yeah, let's, let's he already thinks you hate him. Already thinks you hate him. Right. Um, Mark, I like you. You're a good guy. <laughs> Sorry for being me. I'm going to put a little clip on now. Just type <laughs> Mute me and it's like, Chris... <laughs> Chris's mic went out and they just say all the nasty things. <laughs> Can we get this over with before I cringe myself yes, to death? Sorry. Um, so, basically, what happens is this guy was not very good and you'd get a CD and you'd have to put all your tracks on one CD and you'd have to go over and tell him what number it was on that CD. Oh, my God. And he'd have to play it. Okay, so he was messing up the entire night. He was just playing other people's music or music that wasn't even anyone's music. He'd just play music. And we'd put a compilation CD together that had my music on it, it had Mooga's music on it, it had your music on it. But it also had other random stuff on it because, yeah. you know, CDs cost money. So you used to get as much well, out no, of a CD as you it could. It wasn't random. There was another wrestler at that show. I didn't think anyone had that. Yeah, had Skate. Skate was at the show. It was the first was time we ever met the Raw guys and that's what... Oh, the, yeah, you know, you're right, because Tomino and Falcon were... Yeah. No, Skate weren't wrestling then. Skate was there. Right, yeah. Anyway, this, this anyway we're going off on a tangent. Yeah, ta- Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> Stop <laughs> doing that, Scott. Reason. He's trying to break it in here. It's not going to happen. Um, so what ended up happening was, so Scott's there, young lad, a larger lad for his age. Okay. Um, Shocker. He used to have a very good thing where he'd be able to um, suck himself in and have the fake lats. Yeah, puff out the chest. So he'd literally puff the chest out. Cartoon style. Arms out, and then he'd walk literally like this. That was was his walk to the ring. Nice Exactly the same, like... Too jacked to do it now. Now you just look like that. Yeah. (laughs) Front lad spread, that was me. Maybe you were just like, right, I need to look like that now, and that's how you trained for the rest of the life. I've set my own goals. I must look like that. So we had... Got a t-shirt off the line. We had a white one cut the sleeves off to make him look harder. He had, like, a boiler suit on. 
So what you've done is folded the top of the boiler suit down, so it's bright orange. Very like criminal. white trash then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boiler suit. Yeah, boiler spray suit. Spray painted white. That, spray was, painted. that was a homage to, to Mick Foley, to be It fair. was uh, spray painted oh, black right. and white to make it look like a referee's top. Got it. So we stood backstage. The, the backstage I area... I was a special guest referee, by the way. We didn't... Right, yeah, we yeah. got there now, yeah. So the backstage area was smaller than this. And there's all of the wrestlers in there. Tiny. Okay, tiny, tiny. So there's like a little entrance way like we've got over there where the door is. And you used to go and stand over there to do your get ready for your entrance. As soon as right. you use your kit, you go stand over there and get ready to go out. So all three of us are stood at the side. We're all stood there waiting. And then what happens? Skateboy comes on as the music, and it's we're still like, "Your music." I was, I was supposed to be chaos. I was supposed to be like, he's supposed to be feared. You know, he's yeah. wearing his boiler suit with his spray paint. Yeah. This, this thirteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, who looks. Like a 10-year-old. Did, did you know this one? I was, I was supposed to come out to prayer by disturbed. Yeah, so no facial hair. You know, I don't know, four foot, if that. <laughs> Probably. Um, so he's meant to look menacing. Yeah, and then this music, this music comes on and he's like, that's not my music. And we're like, yeah, but you've got to go out. He's like, yeah, but it's not my music. Like, you've got to go out. <laughs> yeah. But it's not my music. And Michael just looks at him and goes, well, you're going out. And shoves him out of the <laughs> But then he turns to come back in. So he's like, no, no, I'm not going Literally, both of us stood in the door and we were like, you've got to go out. Right. Then comes the character. So he sort of looks around like, oh, shit. And then he goes... There's <laughs> 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 a, a room full of 200 people here. <laughs> so his moment came, it was just not how he wanted oh, it to. Oh, it was so disappointing for him. And we felt sorry for him after we finished laughing. <laughs> it was kind of a little bit of bullying, but it was all in good jest. Yeah. And then you that, even did that. That doesn't affect me in the long run at all. <laughs> to it. <laughs> Just see you later, boy. <laughs> Every time it comes on now, though, that's exactly what I think about. And I think about his face turning around and looking at us, and we're like, "Yeah, you ain't coming back in here." So you make the most of it. <laughs> and he literally is like walking up to the ropes, looking at everyone really slowly while this song plays in the background. Yeah. All the teenage girls, yeah. <laughs> no, fear me, fear me, fear me. <laughs> I'm the fearful chaos. <laughs> I am the skater boy. I mean, I'm the chaos. <laughs> I had a face turn in that as well. It's <laughs> my first ever show. Yeah, you I did, was a bad yeah, guy, yeah. then I'd, I kind of help you win. <laughs> yeah, oh God, did you? Yeah, I do a face turn and I pull you out the way of Michael doing something. And then oh, wow. you end up hitting. <laughs> it's like, I bet all the kids scream like, yay, Skater Boy saved him. <laughs> <laughs> it's chaos. <laughs> Fear me. I mean, boiler suit like a prisoner. Sign my vans. <laughs> Got this from eBay. I really wish we had the footage of that. I really do. It must be about some. Imagine, it, imagine it. Scott oh. is a ten-year-old wrestling. Oh, oh, it's genius. Unbelievable. Absolutely. I mean, I was like, I oh, know you must have been older than ten because I was sixteen. Oh, he was twelve. I was fourteen. Yeah. 14. Oh, you're fourteen. Oh, right, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I started wrestling when I was eleven because you had to be twelve, and they said, no, just like. All right. <laughs> we could have. I tell you what, there could be almost a dedicated podcast to old wrestling stories from when we were kids, but we're not going to get into that now. So we are about out of time. So yeah. if we didn't get your question in this week, we do apologise. We went off on a few tangents, but we will get them into the next podcast. Um, thank you for watching. If you want to catch any of our old podcasts, you can find them at www.letstalkaboutit.co.uk. Also, the latest one will be up there. You can also find any of our merchandise. Chris, where can we find you? Kenzie.strength. Scott. <laughs> Joking. Scott speaking. 
and you can find me at let's talk about it on instagram thank you again for watching and we will see you again next time